Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 5th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And as you know, we're convinced the checks and balances that our founding fathers worked so hard to gain for us, very unique. It was the red pill of their day, if you will, to realize that God's in charge, not government, and to turn to God. And that those checks and balances they put in place are one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips today. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. We consider this news the networks refuse to use. We consider this solutions radio. And yes, indeed, Sam Bushman is in Rapid City, South Dakota Live, broadcasting live for Red Pill Expo. Red Pill because you know something is wrong. We had our guest on Mr. Larry Bowen yesterday. And he's not even with us. He's at another event down in Pensacola, Florida. And Larry Bowen is president of the USS Liberty Veterans Association. USSLibertyVeterans.org if you want to learn about that. But the USS Liberty was a tragic event back in 1967. On June 8, 1967, while patrolling in international waters in the East Mediterranean, See, the USS Liberty got taken down by Israel, intentionally so. The government won't admit to it. We're keeping the story alive for our faithful American servants, patriots, veterans, survivors, and more. Critical issue. Larry is a survivor of the Six-Day War Massacre, if you don't know much about it. USS Liberty veterans reveal truth about the attack, and they're celebrating, or I should say commemorating, the 54th. Uh, anniversary this weekend in Pensacola, Florida. And um, it's a day of healing, ladies and gentlemen. It's critical. No investigation of that attack really took place in great enough detail. The question I ask you all is why? Why do I focus on that? Is because it's one of the ultimate false flag attacks that is more provable than you could possibly imagine. When live survivors tell you the story from their personal experiences, it gets wow. Prayers are with those folks. We then talked to Casey Wayland, activist and citizen journalist, North Idaho Exposed, available on all major platforms, YouTube and more. And not only did we interview Casey, but he interviewed me, put me on video. That's scary, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, check out Casey's incredible work. North Idaho Exposed, look it up. It's all over the place. Hour two, we had our guest on, Dr. Scott Bradley, with us to preserve the nation. FreedomRisingSun.com. He was remote, but with me as a co-host every Monday and Friday on your radio. Do you know what a apparatchik means? Huh? A term English speakers borrowed from the Russians, which simply means part of the Communist Party, part of the Communist Party machine. Look out for that. We also talked about Paul Landsgard. He was with us, freedom fighter, political activist, red pill uh, supporter, and volunteer from the start. We talked about Dave Blackman. 
citizenattendingredpillexpo.org. We had our guest on Jerry Day, speaker at Red Pill Expo. He talks about contracts and the law. His website, freedomtaker.com, dedicated to understanding, reducing, and managing EMF exposures. EMFHealthCenter.com was his website. That's the recap of yesterday's broadcast. Still available at LibertyRoundTable.com and LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Tell the tale. We are here live in Rapid City with a big old backdrop for Loving Liberty. And uh, we've got guests and people running around as Red Pill kicks off today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday event. RedPillExpo.org. And by the way, if you can't make it here to South Dakota, you can watch the live streams. Not too expensive. The starting packages are 45 bucks, and you get the live streams you can watch. And you can watch them 30 days after the event as well. Share them with your loved ones and spread the word. Give people the red pill. It'll make a difference in their lives. All right, News the Networks Refused to Use starts now. Jump into our first guest. His name is Marcus Ellis, and he's a terminal cancer conqueror. You got to love that. MarcusEllis.org is his website, and he's into a lot of stuff. We'll drill into it now. Hi, Marcus. Good morning, Sam. Tell us your personal story, my friend. Well, the story is amazing. Most people cannot believe this. Actually, there's... I started out, you know, all my life I was very interested in naturopathic things, but I really didn't have to, time to pursue it because I developed and owned a huge catering company in Dallas, Texas called Ellis Castle. I had 125 employees and we were doing massive numbers of catering jobs, gourmet catering and event planning for people. So I was very busy, had 125 employees, literally was around the clock doing work and I never had time to research what I kind of knew in the back of my head was wrong. I was also a minister of music at a 7,000 member church in Dallas at one point and it was very interesting. My initial uh, introduction to cancer, I had two people in that congregation. One of them was on the staff of this huge church and she was the daycare director for the huge church and she developed cancer and she did exactly what the doctors told her to do. In fact, the, the preachers and everyone said, hey, trust your doctors. And they killed her, didn't they? Absolutely. Six months later, they gave her six months to live, and six months later, she was gone. She did exactly what they told her to do, and they did exactly what they told her would happen. So six months later, she was gone. Another lady, though, in the congregation was really interesting. She was an elderly woman by the time I met her, and she had been, uh, as an infant, she had, had developed cancer in her cheek. And so the course of treatments for her uh, as a little person and then as a young person and then as a woman, they began to cut they use a very the the American Medical Association is a very small tool book toolbox. It's cut, burn, poison, and drug. That's all they have. And so she literally they had hold on cut, burn, poison, and drug. That sounds horrible. It is. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. The, the American Medical Association is not about the word heal or the word cure. Those are four letter swear words. Yeah. They do not want me to use them as I speak across the country. They don't want to use them. They never will because they don't intend to heal. They don't intend to cure. They intend to get you on their quote unquote treatments. I happen to know the words they use and I've distilled it all down. I know what they're saying. The treatments is a, a, a euphemism for money. It's I all about it. the money. And it's a control mechanism as well. Absolutely. So literally this woman had, had, they had cut off her cheek. They began by cutting off her cheek. Then they cut off her nose. Then they cut off her eye. By the time I had met her, she'd had 39 chemotherapy treatments. They'd let her, uh, sent her home to die. Her husband had dis divorced her. Her daughter disowned her. She was living in a trailer by herself. 
And literally, I went to start visiting her. Part of my job was to visit the elderly. And so I went into her trailer, and I began to develop a relationship with Joanne. She's a lovely lady, uh, and she had open running sores on her body and all kinds of issues. She wore a face mask. Basically, she looked like the Phantom of the Opera, if you could imagine. And it was really devastating. She literally wouldn't go to church. She had to wear a wig, and she had really terrible-looking uh, personality, but her inner person was gorgeous. So I got to know her, and I got to know a man that was treating her there in her, her, uh, in her trailer. And he was a brilliant guy. His name is Ralph. And he was traveling at the behest of kings and queens throughout the world to cure cancer, cure their cancers. Very bright man. Literally, he was there all the time. We began to develop a friendship, and I loved it. And over the course of time, he said, let me tell you something. I, uh, the director of oncology at MD Anderson brought his wife to me. And I said, pardon me? MD Anderson is a monster cancer clinic there in Houston. And he said, the director of oncology brought his wife to me and asked if I would help you know, heal her. And I said, well, of course I would do that, but I have one question for you. And he said, since you have the entire arsenal of MD Anderson at your behest, why are you coming to me? And the man said something that absolutely stuck with me for 40 years. He said, because you don't give chemotherapy to people you love. And that was 40 years ago. And he was the director of oncology there. So I always had this thing about chemo. I knew it was awful. I didn't want to do it. But at the time that cancer struck me, fast forward, cancer struck me just a few years ago. And literally, I, their program that they gave me was horrific. I went in. They said, hey, man, you're stage four, Vanderbilt. Stage four. And, uh, you know, that's stage four if you know anything about cancer, bro. That's the end zone. So, yeah, you only got one after that. Right? Yeah, that's it. You're gone. And so I did. That's uh, what they said, knocking on heaven's door. Don't amen, they? brother. Because I lost 50 pounds in six weeks. I was a shadow of my former self. And what I did, they, they immediately put me in through their stuff. And I didn't know anything better because I hadn't spent any time and do, done any research. And this is really why I'm enjoying talking to you, Sam, because I want to get people a little bit aware before this stuff hits them so they have an action plan. The action plan would be to not do chemo, not do radiation. Uh, these things that they're doing cause cancer. The diagnostic tools, Sam, if you can believe this, the diagnostic tools of the AMA produce cancer, literally. Yeah, because, for example, when they take a biopsy, for instance, they mm -hmm. cut into the cancer and it just releases the cancer to spread throughout your body. Yes, There's because cars, right? cancer is grown in a little protective sac. The way our creator yes. made cancer, it's in that sac. What they do is they go in, they destroy the integrity of the sac and spread the cancer. It's a magnificent tool to destroy the body. But you don't want to take a mammogram. All the women here that are listening, don't take mammograms. They, they actually do an invasive thing with the mammogram. They smash your breast tissue once again, destroying the integrity of that holder for it and literally spread the cancer. And then they irradiate you. I mean, it's just massively wrong. There's a thermogram out there. If any women want to hear more about this, I can talk with you. But thermograms are perfectly safe. So you All right, it. ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Marcus Ellis, a terminal cancer conqueror. Think about that kind of a phrase, ladies and gentlemen. you got to like that, right? Conqueror. He's providing financial resources for terminal, chronic, and critically ill patients. Fellow sufferers, if you will. Enjoy the journey. MarcusEllis.org.
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. We are indeed in Rapid City, South Dakota, broadcasting live for Red Pill Expo, redpill.org, because you know something is wrong. Have no fear if you're not live with us at the Red Pill Expo. They have live streams starting at 45 bucks, where you can be involved in the proceedings for the company of your own home. Spread the word, tell the tale, let everybody know. Today and tomorrow, Red Pill Expo kicks off. And people are walking in left and right to the room. And it's going to be a wonderful educational opportunity for all of you. We are now talking to Marcus Ellis, ladies and gentlemen. MarcusEllis.org is his website. Marcus says his website is meant to bring clarity to issues of health, energetic healing, insurances, symphonic sounds, and amazing technologies to provide powerful, substantive life changes uh, there's a lot there, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, start on the word that he ended on. You don't want to get a mammogram, folks. Okay? It's dangerous. It'll spread cancer throughout your body. Uh, if you have any of that kind of stuff, it's, it's, it's bad news. However, there is a word that you do want to use. What's that we want to take? It's a thermogram for the ladies and for men, too. It literally provides uh, a, an analysis of heat spots in your body, wherever they are. And that inflammation can be then worked and any, any one of our diseases, Sam, this is the problem with America today. The medical association focuses on the location of a tumor or the location of a problem instead of realizing that all diseases stem from inflammation. Number right, now one. Let's stop there because this is critical. So they look at it and say, let's find the spot. Let's go ahead and invade that spot in a way that triggers the spreading of the very disease they claim 
they're trying to prevent. Wow, I couldn't have said it better. All right, now inflammation is something in the body that can be detected everywhere, and it is the precursor and the companion of all disease. Is that right? Absolutely. And so all of these diseases in America, our common denominator is inflammation. So you're looking at inflammation, all of these things, arthritis, you know, neuropathies, all of the things to do with diabetes, um, you know, even cancer in every form, it's always about this. Let me tell you this, Sam, all cancer is cellular malfunction. Just so you know this, the location of the tumor is irrelevant. What they do is they camp out on the location of the tumor. So they'll actually have the temerity to cut off a woman's breast because they see breast cancer. They literally don't tell the woman that this is a system-wide problem. It has nothing to do with the location. And the system-wide problem well, is the cellular malfunction. Is a symptom. You got it, bro. It is a symptom. What they do is they do symptomology suppression 101. I've come to call it that. I All it is is just symptomology suppression. All right, there's so many words. There's so many things that you do. I want to kind of go about it a little bit upside down if you don't mind you're involved as a serial entrepreneur if you will because you're involved in so many things as a result of your personal journey ellis enterprises is one of your companies yes sir um viatical settlements richardson store rain international um so tell me what happened in your personal journey how did you wake up so fast how did you save your life let's start there okay thank you so much the question comes up about what happened with the cancer literally i went in i submitted myself to all the treatments because everybody in my world said you have to do this this is what you got to do because these are the experts yeah because if you don't you're gonna die exactly but they don't tell you that if you do you're gonna die it's gonna be a long horrible sufferable death and then they subject you to all the long horrible sufferable along the way right so exactly I literally went in and I, I they put a port in my chest they surgically import, imported this port into my chest and then began draining these horrible chemicals into me they call them chemo if you know the origins of chemo Sam it's one of the most heinous things it came out of World War one Germany where they used it for what was called, the same people that designed it, designed what was called back then in World War One. it was um, oh, the chemical that they used for, uh, I want to call it mustard gas. And then in World War Two, the same people designed the thing called Zyklon B gas for Hitler. The same people designed chemo. So it has a 2.3% success rate. It doesn't work. People know that if you get chemo, you're going to lose your hair. You're going to have what the, pre the medical society says is they call them side effects. This is another wacko term. Side effects is a lie. It's direct effects. And as the military says, they're called collateral damage. They go in and they hit one target and then they hit all these other things and destroy everything in its way. For instance, when I submitted to these chemo, Literally, I took a year's worth, basically a year's worth of treatments, and at the end of a year, they had given me, you know, of course I lost all my hair, which is why I grow a beard today, because I can, but I lost all my hair. They destroyed, mm -hmm. they gave me what's called chemo brain, which means you can't think, uh, you lose stream of thought. Literally, they gave me, they destroyed my immune system, so I couldn't go out in public for a year. I had uh, pulmonary embolisms, which are blood clots on the lungs, three of them. I had a heart attack. They brought me in for a cardiac night. It was a horrible experience. They gave me arthritis in my hip, neuropathy in my feet. I have head-to-toe damage. Well, and when you say they gave those things to you, what they really did is destroyed your immune system. Uh, and as a result, then your body wasn't able to do its normal, proper balance. See, all of us are teetering between health and non-health. 
based on the strength of our immune system. And it changes moment to moment, day to day. Absolutely, brother. It's very important. Interestingly enough, I say they gave it to me because I was a gymnast. I was a cheerleader, a marching band president. I was a very physically active catering company owner. Literally, I never stopped. And so I never had any of these problems before. All the ones I just mentioned to you were directly due to the chemo. Due to the paralyzing of your immune system. Absolutely. The, the destruction. Created. The destruction of my immune system. Yes. You got it. So I was now, you know, I have all these problems. I still have some of these problems and others I'm not even going to tell you on air. But literally, I know that they give you so many problems. You think that you're dying from the cancer. This is the trick. You're dying from the treatments. You're not dying from the cancer. So I have to really caution people and think, you know, I went through this so I could give people a little bit of hope. I know what they did to me after the course of the year's treatments, basically. I went, I got a phone call on a Friday night. My daughter was the field commander of the big marching band. She was up on the tower conducting the band. It was 7.30 on a fr Friday night. They literally called me, the oncologist called me, and he said, hey, we didn't get it all. And I said, what? I thought I was done with those people. He said, we didn't get it all. You need more chemo, more radiation, a stem cell transplant, and maybe yeah, experimental treatment. Yeah, leave a little bit behind, it'll kill you, Marcus. <laughs> You'll die. Exactly. And I said, what? I, I, I couldn't believe all the problems that I have. I said, what if I don't do any of that? He said, I'll give you six months, Sam. This is a doctor who gave me six months. And I'll never forget those words. They're indelibly etched in my brain. Six months. And what happened was at that point, I had developed a network of people that are curing and healing all diseases. Uh, about 350 clinics that I work with across the country. Literally, these are practitioners and products and, and uh, protocols that absolutely are turning cancer and all these diseases around. And, you know, they don't want us to talk about this, but I'm just going to tell you there is something wrong with the picture because healthcare should be about health, not about the money. I found out that this is all about the funds. I was out $400,000, Sam, and at the end of the oncology, it was $400,000, and then I was terminal. At that point, I went naturopathically. A nutritional biochemist in Florida helped me come to terms with everything. You state-of-the-art equipment that's 40 years ahead of the AMA. The diagnostic tools are fascinating that are out there, but you won't hear about them in the medical society. So literally, he used these, and he gave me a wonderful diagnosis. He said, yes, you've got six, you're stage six, he said, and you, you, you really need to do some changes. At that point, he gave me a 35-page protocol. He said, here's what you got to do. I came back to Nashville, where I live, and I did that all by myself. I never saw the man again, and I literally just followed exactly. It was massive, about 16 different things. I call it sweet 16. All those different things I did at the same time. And I'll tell you, one big thing happened was the diet, the nutritional world changed everything about my diet all right so let's talk about diet for a quick second go because there's so many dietary recommendations out there it is a landmine of absolute psychotic confusion you got it uh, so let's start there and kind of come back and say you know you want to reject the the um, standard american diet the sad diet you gotta mm -hmm. get rid of that first of all mm -hmm. um you've got to avoid all the packaged foods yes uh, you've got to basically take a step back and watch what you drink watch what you eat uh, and it's very hard in our society because society has this social, um, psychotic relationship with food. I mean, it's worse than a bad lover. I'm telling you right now, it's crazy. <laughs> and and um, so it, it's the kind of thing, though, where you've got to set that up and say, hey, I'm rejecting that. Now, let's start and say, what should you be eating uh, and drinking? I'm so proud that you asked that. It's very relatively simple. And you do need to have 
at first somebody to think this through with and I'll be glad to be that somebody but let me tell you I know that you can't at all deal with sugar cancer thrives on sugar hey and can you imagine Sam the diagnostic tools called the PET scan which is positive emission tomography uses radioactive glucose they actually are feeding your cancer glucose getting it excited then they irradiate you so they can see what they gave it for the meal it's all upside down logic radioactive radioactive sugar sounds awesome it's awful not all right <laughs> hang tight ladies and gentlemen we're talking to marcus and marcus ellis is a a lot of us would say cancer survivor right he's not saying that he's saying i'm a cancer conqueror how many people run around and say that when they give you six months to live? Huh? Powerful, substantive, life changes, MarcusEllis.org. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. Mixed reaction to the latest jobs report. The Labor Department announcing Friday the U.S. added about 560,000 jobs in May. President Biden calls the report great news, and he says it's due in part to the American Rescue Plan. The plan provided those resources to get shots in people's arms, underwrite the vaccination effort, enough vaccine supply for every single American, more vaccinators, people to put shots in the arms, and more vaccination sites. Texas Republican Congressman Kevin Brady, though, points out economists expected more jobs to be added, and he says long-term unemployment is higher now than when the pandemic started. A microbiologist now reconsidering his thoughts on the origins of COVID. New York City Dr. Peter Palacio is one of over two dozen doctors who signed a letter last year downplaying the theory that the virus escaped from a lab. Recently, though, he told London's The Daily Mail a lot of disturbing information has surfaced since that letter, and he believes a thorough investigation is needed. This is USA Radio News. Let's see, if something costs less... But people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. Too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. California's assault weapons ban overturned. The ban in effect since 1989, but a federal judge Friday rules it violates the Second Amendment. California's attorney general plans to appeal. Facebook banning former President Trump until after the midterm elections. Here's Tim Berg. Facebook says it's suspending Donald Trump's accounts for two years, formalizing a long-term penalty for the former U.S. president after its independent oversight board said the company was wrong to keep the ban open-ended. Facebook saying they would revisit the suspension two years from the date of its initial move to suspend him on January 7th. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. G7 countries agree to a historic new tax deal. 
Finance ministers in London agree to tax companies where they conduct their business. They also agree to a minimum corporate tax rate of 15% to avoid countries undercutting each other. A U.K. official says this will reform the global tax system to make it fit for the global digital age. This is USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Ellis with us. MarcusEllis.org, the website. Check it out. you got to learn cancer conquer on your radio. So you got to jettison sugar, ladies and gentlemen. It flat out paralyzes your immune system. <laughs> and then you're going to just get sick with all kinds of things. It's fascinating how they do that. So changing your diet, Marcus, you got to jettison sugar first of all, right? Absolutely. It feeds the cancer. Cancer absolutely thrives. All right, then what do I got to do? Got to take care of dairy. Get dairy out of your world. Dairy, that we have everything. No, 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 no cheese, no milk, none of that stuff. All inflammation producers. Nobody knows this. We're the only mammal that drinks another mammal's milk. I understand. It's nuts. Get rid of that. Not only that, another mammal that has all kinds of needs (laughs) in their milk that we don't, like getting huge and fat and big. Oh, no wonder we're all getting huge and fat and big. Sorry. There you go. No, but you need to drop out some some of these things. And let me tell you something, honestly. If you're having a birthday and you want a piece of cake, it's not going to kill you. But the point is, if you make make the exception, Sam, not the rule. We in America, we have dessert with every meal, every night. And it's all wrong. So we have to reprogram the mind. It isn't hard, and let me just say this way. You don't have to give up everything in life. It's not what this is. It's that you have to refocus, okay? And if you realize that you're eating a piece of candy right now is actually growing your cancer, you begin to think twice about the flavor in your mouth. This is not hard. You want to get rid of red meat for a while, okay? All meat. I really just got rid of all meat except for salmon, and that's Atlantic caught, you know, fresh, you know, wild caught. It's nothing to do with you can never eat a, a steak like I had last night. It's just not a problem. You just have to be in moderation. Changing your diet is very important. So it becomes a completely uh, 80% raw. Okay, It's a plant-based diet that works. Because if you understand the scriptures at all, it says in Revelation 22, the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. Literally, the, the cures for all of our diseases are already here. They are already out there in nature. So when you say 80% raw, mm-hmm. uh, and so you're eating primarily salad, right? A lot of salad and a lot of yeah. fruits, a lot of nuts, a lot of things like that that are simple. They're not pre-programmed into the middle of the aisles of the uh, Kroger or the Safeway. You have to look at what they do in there in the middle of the aisles. It's yeah, all- and most people look to the right, so all that stuff's on the right side, too. I mean, I understand. I've read books about this stuff. They it's literally just- engineer it to where you buy all the wrong stuff. It's, a, it's amazing. Well, the, it's throughout the, the store. Profits, yes, right? Sam, exactly. Let me say this way. In the middle of the store, you almost cannot eat anything because all the prepared foods have what's in them, things that are absolutely there for shelf life. They're going to put in these products shelf life enhancers, and that's just for money. And profit. shelf life enhancers doesn't give humanoids shelf life. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we changed diet. Yep. We moved to a plant-based diet, 80%. Yep. Uh, you got to have exercise in there somewhere, right? Of course you do. You can't just lay around and... No, and you can't oh, act man. like you're going to die. Listen, you have to say, I'm, I'm aggressive. I'm going to beat this. And the way you beat it is by having a common sense sort of approach. You need some, some counsel, somebody to say, hey, this works, this doesn't work. I know some products that are phenomenal, Sam, that actually will reverse cancer. So I've just gotten involved in all these things because of my research. I told you that man was a nutritional biochemist in Florida, and he said, here's here's some things that you need to look at. Well, a lot of the people that have advocated things that actually do heal and cure 
have been um, <clears throat> mysteriously shortness of breath happened. Okay, if you understand the concept, the things that actually heal and cure are oftentimes anathema to the medical system. So they don't want us to talk about them or to know about them. I do my best to alert people the fact that the cures for all of our diseases are already here, Sam. All of them are here. And you just have to know where to look. Well, God made a wonderful world, brother. Don't forget it. And he understands who we are. Amen. And he understands the direction we need to go. And a lot of this is spiritual too, isn't it? Amen, brother. You're exactly right. When you trust, it, if if your pastor, your, your person in your world says, trust the doctors, you've got a wrong idea. The scriptures say, trust the Lord or trust Yahuwah is his real name. Trust him with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. And he will, you know, prepare your path for you. You cannot just put your your hands, uh, your life in the hands of people that don't pray. Do you know those people never prayed over me? They never prayed with me. They never asked Father for wisdom. They don't do that. They literally are doing what's told to them by the pharmaceutical corporations. They have got the wisdom, sir. Hello. In the arm of flesh, shout out. I would submit not trust. <laughs> You're exactly right. I don't trust them at all. But I do know this. Father will give you wisdom if you ask for wisdom. And this is a key, Sam. You have to ask for wisdom to know what to do. Say, Father, please give me wisdom. I kept asking, Jeremiah 6.16, it says, ask for the ancient paths and you will find shalom or rest for your souls. And so what happened was I kept asking for wisdom. And by the way, I've studied the scriptures for 40 years every day. So literally I have an excellent uh, relationship with the scriptures, not so much a building or a church or a denomination or any of that, but I literally have studied the scriptures. And in the course of my illness, I literally study Aramaic and Hebrew roots of our faith. So it's been really a wonderful time for me to, you know, turn around. You put nutrition, exercise, and spirituality together, meaning a positive mental attitude, and people will underestimate how really, what a difference that makes as you well. Got it. You put that together, what am I missing? It's two percenter, man. I'm a one percent guy. There's so many people out here that know that they should do things, but they just don't want to buck the system. They don't want to buck their family. Yeah, it's but, uncomfortable. You know, it's awkward. Yes, sir. And that's what I, it was for me. But I'll tell you something very important. People have to stand up for themselves. And we're getting that in the, the uh, whole thing with Red Pill. They're thinking. People are thinking outside the box. They're not just doing what they're told. I have discovered through the course of my journey, and this is now, uh, I'll tell you something. He gave me six months to live. Remember I told you that? Yes, sir. All right. At that point, I went to the nutritional biochemist. He gave me the program. I did it faithfully. Six months later, I got a call from oncology back at, at the, the AMA, and they literally said, we want to do a follow-up. And I said, okay. I hadn't talked to them in six months. I said, what do you, what? And she said, what date do you want? And I said, <clears throat> I looked at my watch. I said, how about March 17th? And she said, fine. She did not know the, the importance of that date. The significance was that was the precise date of my death, six months to the day I've been given the death sentence. So I went in on that day. So you're rolling in there. They're expecting you to be on the gurney dead. And you're like, hallelujah. Well, no, I, I just, I'll tell you what. I was very, very cautious because you could imagine I have, I have no track record. This is all first time for me. So I literally went in and they did their Chem 24 profiles, their blood work, lab assessments and all that. And guess what they found, Sam? Cancer free. You got it. Interestingly enough though, brother, the thing that really, really stuck in my crawl was that not one person asked me what I had done. 
No, they don't care. No. The last time they saw me, fact, you remember? they're like, you know what? You're kind of weird. You need to get out of here. Well, they didn't. We're glad yeah. you're well. Bye bye. Didn't really like me too well because I kept asking questions. Like yeah. a good attorney, I already knew the answers to the questions that I would ask, but they didn't want that. And I kept asking questions. Like for instance, I asked what uh, one time when I was in there taking that chemo, being destroyed. Everybody was turning gray and green and yellow and losing all their hair. I asked him one day. I said, "What should I do for a diet? What should I eat?" Do you know what the man said to me? This is my oncologist. That uh, doesn't really matter. Just be careful with uh, too much sweets. No, 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 no. He didn't say nope. anything. He said it doesn't matter. Exactly right. He said diet has nothing to do with cancer. Literally, uh -huh. he bald-faced told me that. And then he said have hamburgers, french fries, coke, whatever you want to have. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because your mind will enjoy your horrible death. That's exactly. There, you know? Well, it's, I found out it's even more <laughs> nefarious. They know that they're dropping weight off of you like anything. And they want you to eat things that will keep weight on you or put weight back on you they don't never mind about the nefarious nature of what that food will do yeah, so to you you can just rot from the inside as long as it appears cool uh, yeah and as long as they're you're doing their thing and what i found out man is that there there were like every day when i was in that room taking the chemo every time i was there there's about 60 chairs in that room and every one of those people was taking this stuff and the people were coming in in hazmat clothes to put it into my chest. I'm telling you, they were covered from head to toe. If they have this, this chemo, if they ever get it on themselves, it will absolutely have terrible effects on them. So they literally coming in in hazmats, putting this on. You can't even recognize these people. And literally they drop that into you. you know, there were about 60 people in the room. Do you know how much that man was making every time he prescribed chemo to me? I, I just know it's big money. It was $3,500. Wow. He was making, and 35, do the math, Sam, I bet you're fast. It's 3,500 times 60 people is wow. about 210,000. And that, Sam, was Monday. And here comes Tuesday. And here comes Wednesday. So these people are making so much on the treatments. Yeah. I just kind of wonder when the cancer cure people are going to tell you they've cured cancer and please don't send money. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But let me of tell you something, another angle of this, what I really found out. I couldn't believe what was going on. The money is so serious. Do you know, at the date that I was diagnosed with stage four cancer at Vanderbilt, that very month, my name hangs on a wall plaque at the corporate headquarters in Cleveland as being the number one selling agent in America, selling, of all things, cancer insurance. So I owned one of our policies, and literally when I went through the, the uh, treatments, I was using the policy. You know, they, they hooked me on morphine. I was so sick, man. I couldn't stand it. I was taking chemo and all this stuff. Literally, my company paid me. At the failure of oncology, when he gave me that six-month death sentence, when I went naturopathically, at that point, do you know my own company stopped paying me anything? They denied all benefits to me. So literally, I realized that healthcare insurance is ended up to their eyeballs. And so they will only give you money if you follow the American Medical Association program. So this prompted me to start looking for uh, financial resources. Marcus, we're flat out of time. We've got to fly. I'd love to talk to you more about this at another time. Really, ladies and gentlemen, there are herbs. There are solutions. There are positive mental attitude coaches. MarcusEllis.org if you want to learn more. Marcus, thank you, sir. Thank you, Sam. And financial resources are available if you want to get out of the system. Hopping to a good doctor from Mexico that just flew into the red pill. They're curing COVID. We'll talk about it on your radio. Rapid City, South Dakota. Gateway to the historic monument at Mount Rushmore. 
blue skies, open country, a friendly and healthy population, and Red Pill Expo 2021, June 5th and 6th at the Monument Convention Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. Can't make it to Rapid City? Not a problem. The expo will be live streamed and archived should you miss any of it. Red Pill Expo is the major public event of Red Pill University. The mission of the expo and the university is to bring together world-class experts to set the record straight on fake narratives, fake history, and fake news. At each and every Red Pill Expo, truth seekers unite to get a better understanding of how the world really works, a world where collectivism reigns. It's time for individualism and an open mind. Mark your calendars and make your plans now to attend Red Pill Expo 2021. Get more details and register today at redpillexpo.org. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, redpillexpo.org. Check it out. Live streams available. Uh, you got to purchase them, but man, they're incredible. You can share with your family. Good for 30 days after the live event and more. Spread the word. Tell the tale. Redpillexpo.org. I'm live here with Loving Liberty Radio Networks. Lovingliberty.net is where you can learn more about the round-the-clock award-winning talk show hosts and more. Jumping to a good doctor that just flew in last night to Red Pill Expo in South Dakota. Yeah, in South Dakota, folks, we're here live. There's a little bit of freedom here. There's a, sadly a lot more freedom in Mexico than there is in the United States in some ways. We'll get into that in just a second. But Dr. Manuel, uh, how do you say it? Aparicio? Aparicio, you get Aparicio. it well. Yep. All right. I don't, I don't do it justice. I'm sorry. But he is a medical doctor. He is a medical director uh, in uh, Mexico, and he's treating COVID with a 99.6 success rate. Doctor, welcome. Tell us a little bit about you first, then we'll get into the COVID. Well, thank you very much. I'm uh, Dr. Manuel Aparicio. I'm from Querétaro, Mexico, right in the center of Mexico. I'm a pediatric orthopedic surgeon and a spinal surgeon who happens to be treating COVID-19 patients with CDS, chlorine dioxide solution, with amazing results. So let me ask you, because a lot of people are saying, you know what, ivermectin is the way to go. Uh, I believe those are probably two great options. I'm familiar with both of them. Um, everything but what they're telling us to do, pretty, not, pretty much, huh? Yeah, ivermectin is a great drug. It's, uh, it's been studied a lot. Uh, he has proved uh, prophylactic effectiveness and treatment effectiveness in COVID-19. In fact, in my talk, I'm going to talk about both ivermectin and uh, CDS. And you're going to see that both are great in COVID-19, but CDS has a lot higher effectiveness than ivermectin. 
And it's not a drug, right? Uh, it's not a drug. It's a, an intelligent molecule. Uh, it's a, mo a simple molecule that goes all the way in your body and does the job. All right, now tell people what that is again. It's a chlorine dioxide solution. Now let me See, stop you there because people are saying, wait a minute, you're telling me to put to use chlorine? Uh, no, that's not exactly what we're saying, right? No, no, it's not chlorine. It's uh, it's a molecule that is combined with a with a chlorine atom and two atoms of oxygen that uh, divide into the, inside the body and do the job. They they they, uh, they get better the pH. They eliminate acid uh, pathogens and they uh, uh, augment the the available oxygen in in the body. All right, so let me understand then. Is this something that uh, the second you realize you have COVID, you do? Is this something that you do proactively or both? Tell me how it works. Yeah, uh, you, you can do it prophylactically, and that's the, the way to go. For example, in us, all the doctors that are seeing COVID-19 patients, you have to take it prophylactically so you don't get COVID-19. The effectiveness in this field, uh, being with the COVID-19 patient, is in 92.34% is what we studied. And uh, if you have symptoms of COVID or confirmed COVID and you take the substance, uh, you have 99.6% uh, uh, effectiveness of avoid or not die due to COVID if you take uh, the, the, well, the good protocols of CDS. And uh, when you say take it, what does that mean? Is that something that I have to have a doctor help me with? Is it uh, full of protocols? Is it something very simple? It, it? It's normally simple. Uh, if we want to do the prophylactic protocols, it is very simple. You just have to check the, the official protocols. And uh, you don't need any doctor to do that, just uh, some general uh, advisory. And uh, if, for the COVID-19 treatment, ideally, you need uh, an experienced doctor or therapist that knows about uh, chlorine dioxide and the treatment of COVID-19. So you'll get the better uh, results with that. Now, is this commonly known in Mexico, or are you a unique alternative care provider in Mexico for this kind of stuff? Well, I got to know this substance in March 2020. Imagine that. And... Uh, now I've been for uh, almost 16 months treating patients uh, uh, of COVID-19, but before that I didn't know it. Now in Mexico and worldwide, there's a lot of people that knows chlorine dioxide, and I think, to, to my view, or my point of view, is that the only good thing that I can get out of this pandemic, that uh, a lot of people got to know CDS because of the pandemic, and I, and I repeat, it's the only good thing that I can extract about this pandemic. Do people need to come to Mexico to get well? Uh, no, 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 you can get it anywhere. Um, when you say get it anywhere, though, do you counsel people or you give people guidance uh, in other countries? Yes, we have uh, the COMUSEF. It's uh, the World and Health Coalition that I have the honor to preside as, as the America medical director. We are in 25 countries, and there are more than 5,000 doctors who are treating patients of COVID-19 with CDS with the exact same results that I'm going to uh, pu publish tomorrow in the, in the conference. So how do we help uh, Americans understand this then? How do we get the word out? It seems like uh, they don't want to talk about this, do they? No, they, the authorities never want to talk about this because it's not good for them. Because of the big pharma and all the business around, uh, it is not good for them because this is a very cheap uh, molecule that you can get easily. And, and it's not only good for COVID, it's good for many other pathologies because it alkalinizes the, the, the body and uh, increases the, the biological uh, uh, availability of oxygen. So um, as that gets better in your body, you can get free of uh, many pathologies. Um, I don't want to give away too much of your speech. I want people to listen tomorrow. Uh, it'll be available via redpillexpo.org for those who aren't at the conference or make sure you're there. Watch your schedule if you are at the conference today. But I do want to understand, though, 
what's the difference between people like you who are very knowledgeable in the medical world and then you learn about this and you do the research and you come back and say it's valuable and then you uh, work with it for 16 plus months and you say hey the success rate's incredible here's the protocol here's what to do and how and what what's the difference between a doctor like you versus a doctor who just simply yeah whatever and you know or, or afraid to touch it or unwilling right what's the difference how do we get these other people to cross that threshold is the point right the, that's a very interesting question because the, the difference is just have to open your mind and uh, be open to new concepts all that we learned in university is uh, is a lie pretty much and this uh, molecule that acts uh, completely different to all the medication you have to have uh, you have to raise some uh, bad knowledge from before and uh, increase your new knowledge with uh, substances like chlorine dioxide that act completely different as what we learned in university just to be open in, in your mind that that's it that that's a key all right does it get rid of it overnight when you take it is it let you get over it faster does it stay yeah. in your immune system what happens it's completely off your system in 60 to 90 minutes so it's uh, you cannot detect it like 60 minutes after you take it in, in any part of the body. So uh, the, the body uh, gets the substance and eliminates it very well and easily. Wow. Are there things that you need to do at the same time or is it a singular solution? Uh, yes. Uh, you have to always mix it with water. You have to avoid during the, the intakes of the CDS, you have to avoid uh, antioxidants and, for example, C vitamin, which is taken a lot in these times. And... Uh, you have to. So to, you don't want vitamin C with it. Uh, no, uh, but you can take vitamin C at night. For example, you you end your protocol at. Okay, and the reason why is because it goes out of your system so quickly. Uh, yes, and and the the main reason that you shouldn't take uh, vitamin C is because it's an antioxidant, and the the chlorine dioxide, the the mechanism of action is an oxidant, so they they kind of like fight inside the body. So you should not mix those uh, substances. If nothing happens. They would only inactivate, but you should not mix it it'll at the same not, time. It'll just. Destroy the mojo, so to speak. That is correct, yes. Okay. And uh, how long then? Do, uh, do people show antibodies after? Yes, of course. Uh, we have data statistic also. You're going to see it tomorrow. Uh, uh, Three-fourths of the people who uh, make the antibiotic uh, test after the COVID and the treatment with CDS develop IgG antibiotics. So, so maybe I need to have a CDS card instead of a vaccine card. Huh? You should start right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else we should know? I'm trying to trim around the edges to pique people's interest and not really drill in too much to the speech because I... I believe that the speech uh, from beginning to end is really what you need to pay attention to. But what else have I missed that, that you want people to kind of know as a teaser? The most important thing is that you should know that it's a totally innocuous uh, uh, molecule, that uh, we have uh, very safe therapeutic doses of the CDS. There are a few substances in the world that you can have this range of uh, potential therapeutic effectiveness. And uh, it's very safe and effective. You should only have the correct substance and the correct protocols, and you have a great body inside you. Dr. Manuel Aprecio, ladies and gentlemen, with me. His speech tomorrow at Red Pill. Look, folks, listen to me carefully. Latin American doctors are treating people with CDS protocols. 99.6% cure rate for the COVID. That's a very bold statement, doctor. 
That it is. Yeah, you're going to see tomorrow the, the, the numbers are great. The effectiveness is very high. And uh, compared with ivermectin, as we said before, that it, which is a very good drug for, uh, for treating COVID-19, has a lot better effectiveness. You'll see tomorrow. It's very interesting. So last question, have you reached out to Donald? I mean, Donald Trump ought to clarion this call, shouldn't he? Uh, well, not directly, but indirectly, yes. All right. You got to get a little more direct with the people. That is great, yes. Especially when uh, vaccines. So are you recommending people just uh, jettison the vaccine? No, please do not vaccine. Not don't, never. don't do the vaccine. Don't never, please. All right. And not only do you never do the vaccine, I got a question for you. If you take the vaccine, then can the, this um, CDS treatment reduce the abuse of the vaccine? Hey, that's a very good question. It's the most common one that I get nowadays. And yes, it can lower the side effects, but once you're vaccinated and you have the substance inside, there's nothing else to do. Because you've generated the spike protein now. Yes. Uh, it's very important to be able to know and to document themselves and what's happening with the vaccines. We are in, in an experiment protocol right now. It is not authorized. It has only an emergency use authorization and because we're still in trial. So the people who get vaccinated right now are part of the experiment. Wow, don't take the jab, people. <laughs> don't do it, please. Even the good doctor tells you that. Come on now. All right, doctor, we sure appreciate you, my friend. Uh, there's a lot to learn a lot going on. It's fast track these days, isn't it? That it is. Yes, correct. Thank you very much. Now, one of the last points I want to make is yep. they say they don't know if the vaccines will work with some of the new strains or new variants or whatever word you want to use. Uh, but what the CDS protocol could be used for all kinds of future things uh, as well, huh? Yes, of course. Well, if you're talking that CDS has a 92.34% uh, effectiveness as prophylactic and 99.6% effectiveness in therapeutic, and the vaccines have not demonstrated anything, why in the hell would you vaccinate yourself if you have a substance that can do the job? And it's totally innocuous, and the vaccination is not innocuous. I mean, I don't know if I would even call it a vaccine, just, just a, an experiment injection. Well, it's a gene therapy experiment, yeah. All right, so um, last question for you. Then I, um, how much? How much? If I, if I get the cocoa and I want to take the CDS treatment, how much is it going to cost me? And beginning then? Oh, we have that perfectly calculated. Uh, the, the cost, the main cost is a prophylactic management. It costs uh, 25 US dollars a month, the prophylactic. And in the mild cases of COVID-19, it costs $300 for the whole treatment with studies and everything. All right, so it's very, very affordable. Compared to the vaccines and all the other protocols they're doing, you don't need ventilators with this. You don't need any of those kind of things. It's very simple, very quick acting, uh, very safe and effective. That is correct, my friend. Doctors, Completely safe and effective. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. I I'm telling you right now, he flew in from Mexico. We have to import talent and expertise so we know what to do with the COVID in America. Supposedly the land of the free, the home of the brave. We're supposed to be on top of everything, but alas. We're grateful for our Mexican partners and friends and physicians and people who know what the heck's going on to tell the tale of liberty right here at Red Pill Expo. Thank you, good doctor. We appreciate you, my friend. Uh, wrapping up hour one, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman. Hour two coming up straight ahead. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips live from Red Pill Expo, representing LovingLiberty.net and all of our friends across the globe. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. I declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will. Restore our grand old republic. But you got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? I declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America.
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 5th in the year of our Lord, 2021. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic Saturday. We are live in Rapid City, South Dakota at redpillexpo.org. Spread the word, tell the tale. If you can come over, we'd love to see you today and tomorrow. Incredible speakers all day long. Patriots everywhere. No masks in sight. You got to dig it. And uh, also, if you cannot make it, we'd love to have you still join us. You can do so via their live streaming options in the comfort of your own home. You can watch the Red Pill Expo proceedings as well. Redpillexpo.org. 45 bucks is the starting uh, option. You can watch it live and have 30 days to break it down, share it with your friends and your loved ones as well. Redpillexpo.com is the website for that. Man, we had on a doctor from Mexico telling you that he's beating the COVID big time with CVS treatments. We had Marcus beat cancer. He's a cancer, not only a survivor, but this guy is a cancer, what does he call himself? A terminal cancer conqueror is what he is. And uh, so he's got a lot of info for you. Now we move to another interesting gentleman. His name is Christopher Key. And Christopher Key is policing the vaccine companies. Keystolife.info, that's the number two, keystolife.info. Welcome to the Liberty Roundtable Live broadcast from Red Pill. Christopher. Oh, you, you ready for me? Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome. G- great to be here. Thank you so very much. Tell me a little bit about you as a person, how you got into deciding you're going to be the cops for the uh, vaxxers. Well, um, I used to own the most controversial supplement company in the world. Um, I was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I was on 60 Minutes, um, every major network in the country, and I helped people without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. And seven years ago, uh, the U.S. government came in and fined me hundreds of millions of dollars, seized all my assets, and I have a 10-year um, non-compete that I cannot do anything involved with my field involved with health, wellness, and pain management. So a year ago when this COVID thing broke, um, I felt like God was calling me to get back in the playing field, and since I can't do anything in my field, uh, to at least utilize my First Amendment right of free speech. And I be- to that, sir. Thank you so very much, because that's something they can't take away yet. Um, and it, they can try, but they cannot. So I began to, to speak out about what was going on with COVID, and I began to, to help um, work with parents and stand up against the tyranny of what was going on because I knew the Constitution and I know that we have a medical exemption and or a religious exemption uh, that keeps us from wearing these masks and more importantly that keeps us from being vaccinated. Um, so many years ago I realized that fear and intimidation is what they're utilizing to to get everything in place and whatnot and I know a lot about science and know if that if we can with every action there has to be an equal and opposite reaction. So why don't we utilize this against them and, and show them how powerful the pen is, okay? So I got with an attorney, uh, a federal attorney. His name is Lewis Ewing. Uh, this man is beyond brilliant, um, uh, but he's not. He is part of the system, but he's not. So he can speak out and he can do real documents, and, and he's put together very real documents that have, have helped me, number one, take, take down uh, the mass mandate in Jefferson County. Um, if you watch my videos on, on Keys 
to life.info, you'll see where I went into Jefferson County Board of Education. They're now, where's Jefferson County? In Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Yes, sir. So I, I went into their meeting because yes. of a concerned parent wanted me to come because they had seen uh, what my documents had done at the farmer's market, uh, what my documents had done um, at Whole Foods, and, and they, they wanted me to come in and help them um, expose the truth about these mask mandates. So I got Lewis Ewing uh, to put together these documents that basically told uh, the superintendent, uh, the, the president of Jefferson County Board of Education, and all their board members that what they were doing was they were committing fraud. When they um, tell people that they have to wear a mask and they don't in return tell them that they can have a religious exemption and or a medical exemption, that is fraud. And not only is that fraud... And or a philosophical exemption, right? Sir? As well as a philosophical Well, in Al right? Alabama, we don't have a philosophical um, exemption with oh, our Constitution, right. okay? They, they, they philosophy down yeah, there. Yeah, that, and, uh, that's the truth. They don't. But anyway, yeah, that's another <laughs> point. Go ahead. So, um, and not only uh, talking about masks, but when you, when you go about the vaccines, um, we also have a religious exemption for a vaccine um, and a medical um, exemption for, I mean, we have a religious exemption for a vaccine and a medical exemption for a vaccine. And, and when these people don't tell the people of Jefferson County, then they are committing fraud and, and we can hold them criminally liable. So Lewis Ewing put together this paperwork that I sent certified and registered to the Board of Education telling them that if they continue to do these things that we would file tr criminal charges against them for fraud. And not only that, um, the people could file civil lawsuits against them because if one of these children uh, take, the, to take the, the vaccine not knowing they can have a medical exemption or religious exemption, then they can hold them civilly liable. And, and not the Jefferson County Board of Education. We're talking the, about personally. I'm talking about personally. I'm going after these guys personally, okay? I'm going to hit them individually where it hurts. And when we sent them this information, um, they got at the Board of Education. Uh, I was supposed to get to speak, and if you watch the video that, that Stu Peters put out, um, you'll see where um, th they basically treated me like a dog, um, that they, they would not let me speak. Um, they did not want to hear uh, what was going on. They said that um, people of Jefferson County had to wear a mask and that there was nothing anybody could do about it. So my my stance was, look, you guys don't care about the Constitution. You, you don't care about the Civil Rights Act of 1964. You don't care about our medical exemptions. And they basically uh, stopped the meeting um, in, in mid-meeting. They called the police, and then they all escorted me out and made me leave the building, treated me like a dog, like I had a muzzle. You know, they all surrounded me and, and, and made it look like, they, you know, try to intimidate me. But you're not going to intimidate me because I got God on my side. And on and, your way out, did you say Elvis was leaving the building? Um, I'm not Elvis, but uh, the vaccine police, the vaccine police was leaving the building. And, and we left the building. I get outside. There's a cop out there. And then another cop shows up. And, again, you, you don't scare me because there ain't nothing you can do to me because I'm doing everything that, that's about about the Constitution. And you officers took, took an oath of office, and you guys should be supporting the Constitution. So – that that ended up going viral um, with Stu Peters when he reported on this. He was the only person in, in the country that would report on this. Um, and the, the reason why he reported on it was because four weeks later, after reading the paperwork, after getting their attorneys to look over everything, they, they called another meeting and, and they, they, they sent out letters to um, all the parents. And they said, look, for the next school year in Jefferson County, the, the students of Jefferson County will not have to wear masks. We encourage them to wear masks, but they don't have to wear masks. And more importantly, they went on, and this is why I did what I did, because I knew that, that next school year they were going to utilize the, the, the mask that if anybody um, hadn't gotten vaccinated or if they did get vaccinated, they could take the mask off. 
Okay, that's what they were going to do. If you if you got the vaccine, you could take the mask off. But in my pay, in the paperwork that Lewis Ewing put together, it specifically told them that if, if they didn't tell the people uh, of Jefferson County that they had a medical exemption and or a religious exemption, they were committing fraud. So they announced that our students in Jefferson County of Alabama, they will not have to be vaccinated. They encourage them to be vaccinated, but they do not have to be vaccinated. And, 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 and this, Stu Peters, to help this story go national uh, because of this paperwork that Lewis Ewing put together, the power of the pen, you know, they stood down. And why I was on Alex Jones' show yesterday and Stu Peters' show yesterday, because this thing went so viral and, and everybody's talking about it. Um, as of two days ago, um, my boss um, fired me. Um, so, so now, um, because of me standing up as a patriot, for, for, for me helping the, the children of Jefferson County and, and, and willing to, I don't even have a child in Jefferson County. I, I did this because of my love for the children. And, and, and somebody has to stand up for our children. And I'm so passionate about this because people don't know this. God woke me up 24 years ago, and, and that was the, 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 the day, day, July 30, when my twins were born. And, and they were born with a rare disease called phenylketonuria. Well, my children will never eat protein the rest of their life. No milk, no chicken, no cheese, no fish, no birthday cake, no ice cream. Nothing that has protein will my twins ever eat. And I was told by Sparks Clinic at UAB that I had to monitor anything and everything that went to their body. Okay? The first thing that they have to do when they're born is what? Eat, sleep. Vaccinate. Before oh, yeah. Before. Yeah. I don't do that for my kids. So I- <laughs> I don't think of that, but I get your point. Well, before they, they're, after they're born, within 24 hours, they not won't. Not my de- kids, buddy. Yeah. Well, not my kids either. And, and, and I was all for vaccines because, you know, that's what I was taught. But because of their rare disease, God made me and forced me to look at vaccines, okay, and look at it backwards, forwards, and sideways. So I, I go in to, to get my children their vaccines, and I tell the medical doctor, you know, look, my children have this PKU. It's a very rare disease, and I've been told I have to look at anything and everything that goes in their body, okay? So the first thing they want to do is vaccinate, and he said, well, you know, Mr. Key, that's very interesting. Um, You want the information on vaccines because um, there's this new schedule that your children are going to have to take 73 vaccines before they're 18 years of age. And I'm like, wow, Doc. I mean, I, I took like six, you know, 73. And I said, Doc, you know, I, I'm all about research, and um, – you know, I, I need to see the paperwork. I, I need to see some kind of study that shows this new schedule safe. Okay, I, I need to see that study. He said, Christopher, th- there's plenty of studies. They're all over the place. I said, well, look, Doc, you get them for me, and, and we'll look at it, and we'll go from there. So we come in a week later, and he, um, they're about to give my, my children the, the shots, the nurse is. And I'm like, you know, wait a minute. Doc hadn't given me this paperwork. You know, we, he and I need to freaking talk because, you know, you're not going to put anything in my children until I know that it's safe and effective. So he brings Doc, she brings Doc in, and Doc comes in and says, Christopher, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I can't find one single study to show this new yeah, schedule. Those studies safe. are so all over the place that I can't find one for you. I, I can't find one single study. I was like, <laughs> do what, Don? You can't. He said, but Christopher, Christopher, don't don't worry about it, man. It's it's okay. I mean, you know, it, 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 everybody's doing it. You know, the FDA. Go ahead. Am I, am I Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Key with us. You're from Alabama, right? From Alabama, baby. Alabama. Where, where do you live? I live in Birmingham. I live in Fultondale, Fultondale, Alabama. All right. I know a lot about Alabama. My birth family's from Alabama. Oh, wow. And uh, anyway, long story. Quick pause. Christopher Key with us, ladies and gentlemen. Keys to life.info on your radio. The 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Back to July, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Key with me. He's from Birmingham, Alabama. Fultonell, Fultonell. Come on, Fultonell, Fultonell, Alabama. All right, policing the vaccine companies. His goal, his claim to fame. Hey, what big company did they take down from you? Help your health or your nutrition company? Um, it, it was called. Um, I can't say the whole thing, so you're going to have to help me out here. We're going to play a little game. But uh, if anybody wants to Google yeah. my, my There's a reason he can't say things, folks. The government won't let him have his free speech. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, uh, I'll let's be make a, that clear, right? I'll be a violation of my court order, and they'll put me in prison. So I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to go to prison, okay? But I need your help. So we're going to play a little word game here. Yes, sir. So, so get, get your um, listeners to go out there and just Google um, Christopher Key. That's Christopher Key, K-E-Y. Yeah. And, and then Google the, the letters S, as in Sam, W-A-T. The last letter, I can't say it, but it starts with Sam. So can you help me out here? Yeah, S. Oh, there we go. That's a winner, baby. S-W-A-T-S. There you go. So if any of your listeners want to Google and, and, and see um, what I've done and, and, and what I was doing and how we were doing it, um, you can do that and figure now, all this out. Now, who did you get fired from just recently then? Can you say that? Um, yeah, I can say that. I mean, well, I, and I don't really care. The company more is what you were doing, right? Well, and this is very interesting, and this is what's so sad is because of my court order, I can't practice in my field. My, my, my degree is in exercise physiology and kinesiology, and with my court order, I can't do anything involved with health, wellness, and pain management. But um, I had to support my kids. Um, because I made a lot of money, I had very high child support uh, payments and whatnot. So um, the only thing I could do to, to make money was as a mover. So, so Christopher Key became a mover where I picked things up and I put them down, and, and paid a, um, a very small um, amount of money, but it was enough money to take care of my child support, and, and more importantly, it was enough money to put my children to, through, through college. Um, and, and, and 
that's been seven years, and, and I got three years left before I can go back to what I was doing, and that was helping people without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. And, and, and we will get back to doing that, but right now I'm expressing my first member of free speech, and I'm going to go around now since I got fired um, from this job um, from, from a, a moving company called Valet Moving, you know, in, in, in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, if you guys, you know, want to call my, my boss Brad Gannon and tell him that, that, that you think what he did was wrong, um, I would appreciate you calling him at 202 955 there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so Christopher Key, just so you guys all understand, he was into sports uh, stuff a lot, helped out a lot of athletes with natural health and healing solutions, SWATS. If you want to learn more, check it out. Have a good time. You'll find a treasure trove of info. I just searched it on Google, and holy crap, a lot of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, so, Christopher, now you're the vaccine cops, though. It, really, your whole purpose is education, right? My, my whole purpose is education because we got to beat these this evil empire with the power of the pen. And, and what I showed... Um, a couple of weeks ago is how powerful the pen is and this is something that's so easy for anybody and everybody out there to do you know if you look up Lewis Ewing uh, the former federal attorney um, he, he's the guy that, that helped me out he's the one that put together all this paperwork and, and this paperwork is working because they can't violate the Constitution and he knows how to write everything that's bulletproof that will make these guys stand down and I've got proof because this happened in Jefferson County Board of Education they stood down and, and, and the children of Jefferson County will not have to wear masks if they choose not to next year they will not most importantly have to be vaccinated and we got to do this over the, the the rest of the United States of America because we've got to keep these children from being vaccinated okay we have to do that because people don't know much about the mRNA vaccine they probably do on your radio show but with the medical doctors I'm involved with and the medical doctors I know they're, they're Tell me one to five years that if somebody takes this vaccine, they will not live one past one to five years. But but I know with science, for every action, there has to be an equal and opposite reaction. And I know that with what we know with science right now, we, we can't um, reverse uh, the effects of, of the vaccine. But I know with science that we will find a way. And, and I will be doing that with my, my medical doctor friends. We'll come up with a way that these idiots that uh, and I'm not supposed to say idiots because um, these people that have been foolish enough to be seized enough to take this vaccine, you know, we're going to help those people anyway. And, and well, they, seek, they seek the praise of the world and they seek money, right? And that's really the bottom line. It's all about money and power. Money it's and all power, money yeah. and power. Prestige, fame, fortune. Yeah. Well, Christopher, right. go ahead. So, uh, Christopher, let's ask this question then. So you worked with a lot of football teams and a lot of different people in your normal career. You're not able to do your normal career. What are you doing now? In other words, sure, maybe your boss can hire you back. I don't know about that. But uh, going forward, you've got to find something to do for a living. What, what, what do you want to focus on? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do whatever the God, God shows me. Um, I have no idea. Um, I lost my job two, two days ago. Um, but I, I feel like I'm being called to, to, to go around the country and, and show all the other people out there, all the other patrons out there, how easy this is. And if anybody wants me to come to their board of education meeting, if they want me to come to, 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 to their school, if they want me to come to, to their university, because I've got the University of Auburn where my daughter was about to graduate. I got them to stand down. Nobody's talking about that. My daughter's about to graduate. And, and we were sent um, uh, letters saying that, that they had to, that I had to wear a vaccine. I mean, I had to wear a vaccine. My goodness, I ain't going to wear a vaccine. But I had to wear a mask to walk into an open stadium, 100,000. Thousand uh, person stadium in open air, and I was going to have to wear a mask. So even though we've proven the science is bogus on that, the CDC had to eat crow. And ah, the, the, okay. the, the 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 mask mandate had been lifted at this time in Auburn. I mean, in Alabama, the governor had lifted the mandate. Yeah, you're pretty much starting to say roll tide roll, aren't you? 
Well, um, I, I, my, gradu- my, my degree is from Alabama, and, and that is where my loyalty is. But my daughter, unfortunately, she went to Auburn. And, um, I understand. You know. I just had to throw that in for fun. Come well, on. Well, um, it's, it's amazing what the Lord's done with my, in my life. And because of my daughter, um, I, I was able to help Auburn win a national championship. And you can read all about that. And, and that was all about God because my daughter got so mad because I helped Alabama win a national championship. She told me, <laughs> she told me that I had to go help Auburn. I said, baby, that's something I cannot do, I will not do. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I said, but, baby, I said, let me, let me tell you this. If God opens up the door, oh, I do not want to do it. But I, I will do it because of you. If God I'll opens up. though, man, if, we're if, for no vaccines for both sides. Right. Uh, for both sides. But both, let me tell you a real quick story, though, real quick about Auburn University. So um, I, I'm in um, Muscle Shows, Alabama, and, and I'm talking about what's been happening with me and whatnot. And, 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 and after I'm finished the conversation, this guy comes up to me, uh, and he says, is all that stuff real? You know, you, you're part of four, four national championships. You, you have Hawaii go from um, zero to uh, 0-1 to, to 11-0, the single largest turnaround ever in NCAA history. I'm like, look, I know it's crazy. It makes no good sense. But, yes, it is. And um, he said, well, we got to take this to Auburn, okay? And I'm like, oh, gosh, are you serious, God? I do not. I cannot go to Auburn. No, I can't go to Auburn. I'm not going to. I said, but, oh, gosh, I made a promise to my daughter. I said, look, if you can open up the doors, I'll go. I don't want to go, but I will. And he said, well, my, my name's Chester McKinney. Um, the, the new weight room, a million dollars, they just built is named after me. You know, like, oh, gosh, God, God, please stop. I mean, do, do I have to go to Auburn? I'm an Alabama fan. I can't go to Auburn. I'm not going to Auburn. I'm not going to do it. But I'm like, God, I, I got I got I said, okay, God, I, I said I'd do it. So um, th- th- this camp, this guy, Chester McKinney, put together a meeting with, with the, the medical director at Auburn University. His name is Fred Cam. Uh, they, they put together, uh, um, he put together a meeting with um, uh, Dr. Goodlett. He's the team doctor. And they put together a meeting uh, with Dr. Um, Pasco, um, the, the head of kinesiology. And I went in and went over all my technology and whatnot. And, and, and God... Auburn won the national championship, and it had nothing to do with Christopher. Yeah, come on. It had nothing to do with Christopher, but they they did win. So do you know who Alan Phillips is? Yes, I know Alan Phillips. All right. The reason I bring it up is I've had him on the radio with me quite a bit and stuff like that, and they really attacked him uh, at the bar to try to take him down and shut up his vaccine uh, work as well, defending people across the country and more. So, uh, you know, people are being taken down over this very thing, and we've got to stand together, man, and we hang separately. I'm not hanging separately. I need your patriots to to look at what's going on with the power of the pen. Look at the, uh, up at the attorney Lewis Ewing. You know this guy has been discredited on the internet. Everybody says he's a quack. That you know he he's not an attorney. But yeah. Lewis Ewing's the man that, that put together the paperwork that made the Jefferson County Board of Education stand down. They stood down. We beat them. And for the sake of our children, God knows how many children we saved by having this happen because. You know as well as I do, this vaccine is not good in any form of the fashion. And it's not even really a vaccine. It's a gene therapy. Uh, anyway, it's an experimental gene therapy, so it's even a lie to say it's a vaccine. Um, I digress. But it doesn't uh, prevent disease. It doesn't cure disease. It doesn't uh, do any of the things they claim that it does. Uh, so, Christopher, final kind of a thought before we let you fly. Um, you know, this is a battle policing the vaccine companies. It's a huge battle indeed. Uh, but I appreciate your work on it. I think more and more of us need to. Everybody's a quack and a racist who tells the truth. Uh, we know they're not quacks. We know they're not racist, but that's their narrative. Uh, they're wearing it out, though, to where most Americans are starting to look past that and wake up and say, hey, the more they claim that, the more we know there's some truth there. Let's dig in and learn. That's really the key here that Red Pill Expo has to offer as well. Keys to life.info if you want to check out Christopher's current work. And by the way, if you have a job for him, he'd love it, right? 
I, I would, but let me say one last thing, okay? And I got to finish with this. My, my, my name is Christopher Key, okay? I, I, I'm a lover of Christ, and, 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 and Christ is even in my name. It's Christopher, which is Christ. And, and my last name is Key. The, the keys that God's given me, um, the doors that I've opened up, were, Lucifer, Satan, does not want these doors open. But I'm a stubborn man, and, and I will not fear any man, and, and I will stand up for God's truth. And, and you patriots out there, you have to help me stand up for God's truth. Because God says, test and prove all things, okay? Test and prove all things. Not some things, but all things. And, and if you do that, you'll find the truth, and the truth will make us free, guys. Make us free, guys. Let's make America free again, baby. My dad's grave is in Birmingham, buddy. You gotta be kidding my me! My birthday's grave is in Birmingham. Yeah, I went there just last year to go see it with my cousin. Well, next, this year you're gonna come back. Me and you're gonna go go hang out in, in Birmingham. We're gonna hang out in Fultonville, Alabama. Can we do that, man? Absolutely, we'll go to lunch. Uh, you dang right. I love uh, it, brother. Christopher Key, thank you so much. Keys, that's with an S. Keys to Life Info. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. California's assault weapons ban overturned. The ban in effect since 1989, but a federal judge yesterday rules it violates the Second Amendment. California's Attorney General plans to appeal. Facebook banning former President Trump until after the midterm elections. Here's Tim Berg. Facebook says it's suspending Donald Trump's accounts for two years, formalizing a long-term penalty for the former U.S. president after its independent oversight board said the company was wrong to keep the ban open-ended. Facebook saying they would revisit the suspension two years from the date of its initial move to suspend him on January 7th. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. G7 countries agree to a historic new tax deal. Finance ministers in London agree to tax companies where they conduct their business. They also agree to a minimum corporate tax rate of 15%. A U.K. official says this will reform the global tax system to make it fit for the digital age. This is USA Radio News. If cancel culture and censorship continue at their current pace, there will be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regard to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We have a special trial subscription offer right now. One month of the Epic Times and total access to our amazing online content for just one dollar. You'll find it at trustednewspaper.com. One month, one dollar. Trustednewspaper.com. The MyPillow Premium Pillow Special continues at MyPillow.com. If you go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special, use my promo code USA. You can get a standard or queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King size, only $5 more. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Mixed reactions to the latest jobs report. The Labor Department announcing yesterday the U.S. added about 560,000 jobs in May. President Biden calls the report great news, and he says it's due in part to the American Rescue Plan. The plan provided those resources to get shots in people's arms, underwrite the vaccination effort, enough vaccine supply for every single American, more vaccinators, people to put shots in the arms, and more vaccination sites. Texas Republican Congressman Kevin Brady, though, points out economists expected more jobs to be added, and he says long-term unemployment is higher now than when the pandemic started. A microbiologist now reconsidering his thoughts on the origins of COVID. New York City Dr. Peter Pelesi was one of over two dozen doctors who signed a letter last year downplaying the theory that the virus escaped from a lab. 
Recently, though, he tells London's The Daily Mail a lot of disturbing information has surfaced since that letter, and he believes a thorough investigation is needed. A police officer in Massachusetts dies yesterday while trying to rescue a 14-year-old boy from a pond in Worcester. The boy also dies. This is USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We go from health to anarchy. <laughs> Not exactly. Welcome to the broadcast. Howard Lichten with me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we can't have a red pill without Howard, can we? Uh, yes, and so uh, it's good to be here with you and your audience. And I like to call it voluntarism because the term anarchy has been dragged through the mud on purpose. And uh, even though anarchy just means no rulers, it doesn't mean no rules, uh, the rulers don't want you to know that there's an option on the menu called no rulers. So they've used their media propaganda system and even control the dictionary to uh, change the meaning of the word no rulers to mean chaos and dystopia and dogs and cats sleeping together in the street. But it's not really that way. You're not for violating fundamental morals, fundamental rules of law. Uh, at all, uh, according to God's law, uh, you're just simply saying, hey, we don't need someone to lord over us for our answers. Is that a fair assessment? Right. Well, not only that, but I mean, my book is, uh, which I write under the nom de plume of Etienne de la Boetie Squared, is entitled Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed. And now, I'll, I'll take that. I can't understand the, the moniker there, the uh, whatever, but um, Government, the Biggest Scam in, in history, history Exposed. Go ahead, sir. And so the, the biggest scam is that government is legitimate at all. And so the thesis of my book is uh, that government was never intended to protect life, liberty, and property. Government was always intended to rob and control and enslave the population. And they get away with it because they're in uh, partnership with the media. And so the subtitle of the book is How Intergenerational Organized Crime Runs the Government and the Media. And they do it using gubernare mente. The root word of government is gubernare to govern or control mente, the mind, mind control. And the mind control begins with, you know, providing, uh, controlling the information that people receive, either through the mandatory government school or control of the media that to teach the population that it's legitimate that they get to be ruled because a couple of dozen slave owners on a continent of three million people you know, got together in a room and wrote down on a piece of paper that they alone get to make up rules for everybody and steal the wealth of others. And even though that's, you know, obviously immoral because you don't have the consent of the governed, no matter what, you know, they tell you in the mandatory government school, uh, you know, most people never really consider it uh, because it's slipped to them as a religion while they're young. And so we're going to use this mandatory government school to teach you that it's legitimate because a couple of people wrote down on a piece of paper uh, that they get to rule uh, everybody on the continent uh, that, uh, you know, that it's legit. So the idea, ladies and gentlemen, isn't um, a meltdown of society. It isn't mob rule. It isn't a crazy notion that everybody just runs around and just abuses everyone. The idea is that we don't need rulers. We don't need people to lord over us. We realize that we're all, um, you know, with the same God-given inalienable rights, and those rights that we have um, are not up for sale. And as a result of that reality check, just because you might want yours up for sale, that doesn't mean mine up for sale. So this idea that we're all opted in is the bogus lie. 
And the idea is that, you know what, we could use private entities and solutions and individualistic uh, options to take care of all the things that government supposedly does for us. They can be done in other more free association style ways. Is that the idea? Bam, you nailed it, Sam. Oh, my God. You're, oh, I think man, you're a voluntarist think at heart. Oh, you wow. are a voluntarist at heart. And so, you're, you, so, it's, you know, so voluntarism is the idea that all associations between people should be voluntary. Nobody gets the ring of power. Nobody gets to use violence or force on anybody else. And, uh, and really, the big secret uh, you know, that also I break down in the book is that everything the government does would be better done by the free market, by mutual aid societies, by real charity, and that, uh, uh, that we just don't need government. Um, there'd still be police. Uh, but it would be it would be private police, and you would have ADT and West Tech and um, uh, Brinks competing for your for your dollar. But when your armed protective service guy shows up, he only has the same rights that you do. He can't arrest you for gambling. He can't arrest you because you're smoking a plant. He can't do you know he can't do anything that you can't do because that is what's fair and moral and just. Uh, versus, you know, the government today think, you know, claims that they have rights that everybody doesn't, which is obviously illegitimate if you really, really think about it. Because if I don't have the ability to rob you or make up rules for you myself, then I can't delegate a right that I do not have myself to a representative or to a government to represent me doing something I don't have the ability to do myself. Uh, you can't be bound by a social contract that you didn't sign. And if uh, my fiance and I can't vote to rob Sam because there's two of us and one of him, then it doesn't matter if there's three of us or 10 of us or 250 million of us. No additional magic person is going to make something that's inherently immoral, moral, just because some people decide to vote for it in a, in a political ritual. All right. Now, one of the things, interestingly, I've seen you at Red Pills. Is Ed Griffin going to have you speak? Uh, I don't know. You know, I've had so I've got hesitant on it, isn't he? So I've had the best. Uh, I've had the best-selling book at every single Liberty event. Either, either the best-selling book, or we've sold out That's completely. People know it's a scam. They just want to get the confirmation. They want to, well, well. Also, the book is the book is designed for visual learners, and so it's really designed to take your 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 relatives from zero to sixty in the shortest amount of time possible. Yeah. It doesn't work great for blind people like me, but I already get it, so I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, and but but for for those that are visual learners, Learners, it can take them because they can see it with their own eyes. And I've got visualizations that, you know, that show how six, you know, if you tell your friends and family that there's six companies running hundreds of subsidiaries to give everybody the illusion of choice, they may or may not believe you. But if you show them a media ownership chart, all of a sudden they're like, bam, oh, I did not realize this was going on. And you've made something that was invisible to them now. Yeah, visible. there's Sam Bushman and then there's a couple of other players. That's all there is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm not controlled by any of those people, so I can say and do what I want. You know, interestingly enough, uh, you know, as I've mentioned before on the radio with you before, some people say, "What's the difference between a libertarian and an anarchist?" And the joke is, a few election cycles. Yep. But really, um, the anarchist idea, as you've wisely mentioned, has become so derived, a derisionary term, kind of a thing, to where it's just looked at with derision, like, "Oh boy, no one of those crazy." Really, anarchists. Anarchists, and the true word is what you're saying, uh, which is, you know, free association or a voluntarist, whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but nowadays, though, anarchy and communism is almost like a companion term. So, so and, like and I, I bring that up on purpose because first they say, well, you're an anarchist, and then, well, you're really a communist, right? Well, I'm glad that you did because, so, so the, like I said, the rulers don't want the population to know that there's an option on the menu called no rulers. And so they've literally used, and I break it down in the book, Control of the Dictionary, where I, where I compare the 1827 definition of anarchy from the Webster's Dictionary with the modern definition from the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary so that you can so see... So you're talking about the 1828 Webster's Edition? Uh, correct. All right, I'm very familiar with it. My kids use it in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do home and private school, and we don't use other dictionaries. But anyway. Yeah, so, so, so I use that dictionary, and I show you how they have changed the definition over time, and then I break down who owns the dictionaries. It's, so Merriam-Webster uh, is owned by Encyclopedia Britannica, which is owned by the Safra Banking family. And, uh, and uh, uh, Gelb, the former head of the Council on Foreign Relations, sits on the editorial advisory board. And so, you know, the, 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 the way that we get ruled is this control of perception program. And we will even change the meaning of words to scare people away from the thing that would actually free them, real freedom. Uh, and not only Yeah, but how are you going to control them if you don't do that? Ah, uh, well, no, so that's it. So once you understand how the magician does the trick, then you don't get fooled by the trick. And so my book explains to people how the magician does the trick in a very, very powerful way that can, you know, like I said, take somebody from zero to 60, which is why it's been the best-selling book at, almost, at, at over a dozen, uh, you know, uh, liberty and freedom conferences that I've been to in the past two years. All right, here's an interesting thought. Take it for what it's worth. See where we go with this one really quick uh, for Howard Lickman. Are you a real voluntarist without even knowing it? That's the question you need to be asking everybody. Because I think everybody has a, at least a grain of this in their heart. You know, when I used to think of homeschooling, I thought you either homeschooled or you government schooled. Now I'm learning that, you know what, everybody homeschools unless you don't potty train your kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you look at it that way and you go, kind of, you know, is everybody kind of a voluntarist to some degree and don't even realize it? It's really education that I'm getting at here. But everybody understands a lot of this in their heart, don't they? Well, well, most people don't use violence and, you know, on other people. Most people don't steal from other people. And the, the, the issue is, is the, is that the government has raised them up in these monopoly schools to think that voting for violence is legitimate. And so, you know, what I encourage people to do is think of it that way. Cause if you think of it as, you know, the Republicans are saying, Hey, elect me, Elect my guy, and he's going to rob all of these people, and he's put these, you know, ideas and policies into into perspective. And the Democrats are going, no, 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 wait, you know, vote for our guy, and he's going to rob all of these people, and he's going to put these. Yeah, these vote ideas. for the best Robin Hood, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight, Howard Lickman, with me. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. 
Hello, listening here. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy, she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Um... This isn't, uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Worldwide, nations have been stripped of their rights and freedoms to make their own choices in life. Choices are made for them by their government. Insane, isn't it? Attend Red Pill Expo 2021, June 5th and 6th at the Monument Convention Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. Can't make it to Rapid City? The Expo will be live-streamed and archived should you miss any of it. Red Pill Expo is the major public event of Red Pill University. The mission of the Expo and the University is to bring together world-class experts to set the record straight on fake narratives, fake history, and fake news. At each and every Red Pill Expo, truth seekers unite to get a better understanding of how the world really works a world where collectivism reigns it's time for individualism and an open mind mark your calendars and make your plans now to attend red pill expo 2021 get more details and register today at redpillexpo.org Howard Lickman with me, ladies and gentlemen, live on your radio. He thinks I'm a voluntarist, and I pretty much am to some degree. I'm not all the way there, though. I'm still in the election cycles. I'm struggling with the libertarian part versus the anarchy part that it evolves to, ladies and gentlemen, to some degree. But really, it's a zero-aggression idea. In other words, it takes violence for government to have lords over us. Right, Howard? Uh, absolutely. You've got, you're voting for violence. If you're voting for government, you're... Violence if you cave before the... the uh, I mean, if you accept the threat then, and you don't go to violence, they don't need to go to violence if you cave on the threat, right? You got it. It's still extortion. Yes. Yeah. All right, so that's the bottom line. Your book really highlights this and kind of brings people from zero to 60. Are you a real voluntarist or voluntarist without even knowing it? Howard thinks I am. I still maintain that society is so corrupt, though, that there needs to be some kind of, oh, uh, what would you call it, arbiter or some kind of, organizational reality a lot of people say it can be done through the private sector in every way uh, it's hard for me to cross that barrier because we don't have any examples in history right oh we do we do so the so the irish had a period of almost no government um the vikings had a period of, almost no uh well i mean there's there's, gov no there, there, there's there's governance but there's i mean there's chiefs but the chiefs didn't have the ability to say hey well, everybody's gonna do this or we're gonna hurt chief. you and so there's a difference between I, I agree that we need governance, but governance can be the difference between government and governance is the difference between your local government that can fine you and tax you and, and do things to you. And the HOA where you're saying, hey, I'm going to join this voluntarily. I'm going to accept well, the rules that I know aren't voluntary, but I know what you're getting at. 
Well, no, no, no. If you if you if you join if you buy your house in a in a in a community that has an HOA, you're agreeing to governance. You're yeah, saying right. you're saying, hey, I under but but you understand what you're getting into on the outset, and you may complain about it after you you know after you. You know, they start bothering you about the trash cans, but for the most part, you understood what you were getting into versus, you know, being born in uh, Compton or L.A. and being told you have to be a crip or you have to be a blood because of where you're born. Uh, I would argue that the United States and all these other countries, which are just tax farms using different versions of gubernari mente to tax farm their tax slaves, you know, they're saying, hey, because you're born here, oh, you know, you've got to be a crip. I mean, an American or a blood or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, the analogy is, you know, the analogy works. You know, I can debate my private property separate from an HOA just because I buy property and then I'm in an HOA. I should have the opportunity to leave. It's not like the Hotel of California, you know. But nevertheless, I understand your point of free association and your ability to join. For example, I'm very anti-union. Mm-hmm. And I'm not anti-union because I don't. I'm not saying people can't have the right to join together. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is unions are usually forced. You're forced yes. to pay dues. You're forced to. Do, so I reject unions on the same principle. But if you really had truly free association unions where you could come and leave, if they're serving my purposes, I join willingly. If they're not serving my purposes, I bail until they do, as a way to kind of control the servants of me, if you will, or the mm-hmm. partners in this. Uh, then I'm all for it. So there's a big difference, and I think that's the fundamental education people need to understand. If we have self-governing people under God that are moral people, the less government we need. That's why I like the Ten Commandments. He doesn't force us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ten Commandments, though, not by non-force, hey, that'll beat the gazillion commandments of forced government and any day now. I'm more worried about the karma of like of violating the commandments than I am being caught by a monopoly, you know, policeman. Because uh, I, I understand the way that karma works in the universe and that, you know, even if you do something, even if you steal or whatever and you quote unquote get away with it, you don't really get away with it. Uh, you know, the karma will, you know, uh, always working in, in full force in the universe. Will, I'm more worried about being bitch slapped by karma than I am being caught by a monopoly. Please and me. you will be, by the way. So oh, I know. I, absolutely. So absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why you don't want to vote for violence. You don't want to advocate. You don't want to vote that your neighbors be robbed to put your favorite politicians schemes into practice. You want to you want to go. So so, you know, you know, not only is voluntarism logical, but it is the most moral alternative. It is the only alternative where you're not voting for violence. You're not advocating your neighbors be robbed. You're not, you know, uh, saying going along and saying it's legitimate that these people get to rob you and control you just because some people can be tricked into, you know, voting in a rigged election. So let me ask you this: Are you anti-government? Uh, well, I mean, in the sense that, yeah, it's 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 a, it's 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 incredibly harmful for society. We would all be crazy wealthier if we didn't have government. I mean, uh, we would we would be sure. we would be wealthier, we'd be healthier. It would you know it'd be so much better for all of society to be if we did not have this Whether organized crime system. Whether we taken over by a superior force of power or not is yet to be seen. But so let me ask you this: You say you got a fiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does that mean? Does that mean you're going to get married? That means I'm getting married. When are you getting married? Uh, we haven't said a date yet. Uh, oh, come so. on, you got to get on it now. I know. You, you I know. libertarians, you uh, folks just can't commit, can you? <laughs> come on now. Because I've been married for 29 years, man. It's a great institution. I have eight kids from only one woman. Wow. Congrats. They like that. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats. And uh, let me ask you this. <clears throat> it, when you get married, are you going to get like a government, like 
rubber stamp on that thing? Or? No, I don't, no? I don't need see any need to or invi- involve organized crime. So you don't in need a system. piece of paper from organized crime. You don't need a you piece know. of paper for well, organized so crime. So why aren't you already married then? I mean, if it's just common life, and then what's the marriage deal? Uh, you know, it's a commitment. Uh, yeah, well, it's a, I think uh, I look at marriage as a commitment ceremony between two people that are yes. in love to be able to, you know, to bring their fam- friends and family so they can share in the joy of the occasion. And, and so um, are you going to get married in the United States? Uh, yeah, probably. All right. Most likely. And so it's going to be a celebration. Are you going to put it in the Bible? Are you going to common law enter it in the Bible kind of thing? Uh, I don't, I'm going to. I don't know. I've never you know, that's the way they used to do it before the racist government got into marriage and manipulated it all. Oh. You know they got into marriage for racist purposes in the first place, right? Uh, that, I've never heard that. It doesn't surprise me. I know oh, yeah, that, true yeah. story. Dude. You yeah. can't be having black people marry white people. Man, the government won't let that happen. Oh, that's how they got in their... Uh, they can't be marrying your slaves okay. down there, Howard. And, and anyway, I'm not trying to go all racial, but I'm really highlighting something really vital to understand at the core of your whole point, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> many, many, wow. many of the rules and laws are not what they were intended to be. Or what we think they are. What, like what, what they, they are, are exactly. now, we think, oh, well, we just got to have a legitimacy so the government's aware of, and they can give us our special tax breaks and whatever. With, but no, it really started out that you just wanted, wanted to make sure you weren't going to be, you know, marrying people you shouldn't marry there, Howard, and stuff like that, you know. Well, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll even take it back to the, you know, the Constitution. And in in, when they were debating the Constitution, the anti-federalists were saying, hey, this is a conspiracy. These are conspirators. This is going to steal our liberty. And everybody learns and for the, the most part, by the way, I agree with them. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, the anti-federalists were right. They said that all power was going to centralize in the capital. Like they were absolutely right. It was the federalists that were that were have been proven wrong. And uh, the anti-federalists had it. But because history is written by the winners, everybody learns the federalist papers and they don't read the anti-federalist papers. But if you read the anti-federalist papers, especially Sentinel. Yeah, the he, conquerors write the narrative. That's you, right. The conquerors write the narrative. And if you read Sentinel, they, they were calling. They said this is this is organized, essentially organized crime. They were using the term conspirators and, and uh, tyranny and things like that. But uh, you know they called it like a they called it like a Babe Ruth Homer. They said that, that all power was going to centralize in the capital, and that the government would that this kind of government would actually be worse than a monarchy. It, it would be way worse than a monarchy. But I get your point, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so, the problem when you debate this with anarchists or voluntarists or whatever you want to say. That you know the the end game is how do you argue they're wrong, right, folks? <laughs> I mean, well, well, not not just that, but I mean, they, so the the Constitution didn't protect. Liberty. It can't even enforce the Bill of well, Rights. Didn't it didn't limit the government. Using the Constitution uh, as their guide. So pieces of paper or fundamental principles, if not obeyed, don't accomplish the goal. However, I'm convinced if the people were uh, anxiously engaged in the proper role of constitutional limited government, replete with its checks and balances, and if they were to chain down bureaucrats and, and everything, we could make that difference. It's that the people are too apathetic and not involved is the problem. So I don't want to look at the constitutional framework failed us. I want to look more at the people aren't having fidelity to the constitutional framework, right? I don't think the people have to have fidelity for anything. I don't think they can be bound by a social contract that they didn't sign. And again, it, it, it is impossible. I'm going to you know argue this one more time. It is impossible to have a legitimate government that is moral. You cannot have a moral government because you cannot delegate rights that you do not have yourself to a representative or to a government to represent you doing something that you didn't have, don't have the ability to do yourself. So if the, if the power for the government to do everything that it does did not come from we the people, because it's impossible for we the people to delegate rights that we do not have them, are, themselves, 
then what are you know then i i'm telling you you just got a got a bunch of people that went into a room and wrote down on a piece of paper that they alone get to rule everybody and take the wealth of others and then they had their newspapers of the time begin proclaiming that it was valid and then they begin forcing people to go to mandatory government schools where they teach them that it's valid and then they have their media system now where and I, you know, I covered in in the book. You've got a monopolized media on the old media side. Six companies running hundreds of subsidiaries to give everybody the illusion that there's all these different information sources out there. And then on the new media side, you got two to three dozen new media, uh, internet search engines, uh, um, uh, video sharing sites, uh, Wikipedia, Facebooks, uh, Twitter, Discuss that have been provided unlimited capital to consolidate their little you know, uh, a portion of the internet food chain to where they can algorithmically censor you and control the information you receive algorithmically. And every single one of those companies that I just named has been caught censoring. And so this is, you know, this is what's going on. We've got an organized crime, whether you believe that the constitution is valid or not, it has devolved into an organized crime system that is looting the population for trillions of dollars, handing trillions of dollars to private banks, private companies through the bailouts and the stimulus. We are being robbed. I will not argue with that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. Howard Lichtman with us. He's the author of Government, the biggest scam in history exposed, ladies and gentlemen. And what I like about those who are, you know, uh, free thinking uh, voluntariats or whatever you want to call them or anarchists or whatever word you want to use for them they really don't believe in mayhem what they believe in is that we the people have ultimate authority ultimate liberty and as a result of that ultimate responsibility to maintain maintain things on their own and that society can run very well that way via free associations via private contracts and via people living their lives in, in, in ways that understand their responsibility side of the equation. Mm-hmm. And it's really a unique viewpoint that I have a lot of admiration for. I'm not quite positive I go that far, but I get their points, and I think that these people are free thinkers. Every one of them that I've talked to that truly believe and understand this are good, honest, moral people. And, man, I'll be, I'll be applauding your wedding, sir. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. The final thing I wanted, because I know we're close to the bottom of the hour, sure. is I wanted to address the thing on communism. Sure. And so and I'm not saying that it's communism. I'm saying that's what they've tied. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dishonestly. Oh, dis- absolutely dishonestly, uh, and they associate an- they associate anarch, which is why we had to rebrand to voluntarism because they've used their media control system to associate. Uh, uh, anarchy, no rulers with everything from communism to violence, and it has absolutely nothing to do with that. And I look at communism as a different form of gubernari mente. And sure. so, if you if you're familiar with Anthony Sutton's work, uh, Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution, if you're familiar with the work of uh, Major Racy Jordan's diaries. Uh, we create the Wall Street created communism because that is a stricter form of control of gubernari. You have a website, government-scam.com. Just want to make sure you get that out there. Say it again. Government-scam.com. Howard, my friend, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Sam. Always there, a pleasure. There are liberty-loving people out there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, they're everywhere. You got to find them, and you got to work with them, and you got to partner with them. And uh, even if me and Howard don't agree perfectly on everything, let's get rid of ninety percent of the government, then we'll talk about the rest. How's that? Deal. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, brother. Yeah, yeah, Godspeed. Yeah. Thank you so much. We are live from Red Pill Expo. That is a wrap. I'll be recording a bunch of interviews that will play back Monday while I'm on the plane. Live Tuesday. I am Sam Bushman. Redpillexpo.com.
org. God save the republic. <laughs>